I like to say hello and welcome you. Good day, that is my name. Come here and sit down. I'm so glad you even really truly came. Hello and welcome back to Cast Party, a pop culture conversation with an online media mogul and his high school drama teacher. That's me. I'm Brennan. I'm Dave. And today's topic for episode two, we're already two episodes deep. Oh How do we get this far? How do, this is crazy. It I feels know. like just two weeks ago we recorded <laughs> yeah. the first one. Um, but our topic today actually was suggested by you, so I'm glad you're yeah. contributing something for Finally. once. God. Finally. Um, do you want to introduce it a little bit? We still haven't figured out like what to call it. Yeah. Um, I mean, this was inspired actually by, I guess, another podcast. Yeah. Right? We as long look as long as we say where it came from. Yeah. We can't be sued. Yeah. I don't think he'd sue it. Well, no podcast. Um, I don't think podcasts have copyright. Yeah. It's, um, a, it's a wild so west out here. There's that podcast. Um, I was I there, was there too. too. And uh, he made a list of things that bothered him in movies. And now neither of us can find that list. Because he wants us to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, there's a paywall on that site now for old episodes, for archived episodes. So, um, But it was like a list of things that he, you know, that people, things that happen in movies that would never happen in real life. And there's a couple of them. Uh-huh. He called them tropes, he right? He called them tropes. But I don't feel like that's the right word, but. That's the English teacher in me. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm also very into semantics, mm-hmm. but also I don't know what else you would call yeah. it. Little pet peeves. Yeah. Oh, pet peeves. That's a good one. Yeah. Movie pet peeves. Yeah. I'll put that as the title. That sounds good. Yeah. I think you should also put how do I signature that as yep. the subtitle. Okay. <laughs> um, what I did for the first episode title is I kind of just like listed things or I was like, just kind of like topics of conversation where I was like top 10 movies and gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's like movie pet peeves and he had a couple. One was like people drinking empty cups of Oh yeah. That's liquid, great. Uh-huh. Which is, it always looks fake. And I forget what the other ones were, but that's the problem is I'm worried I'm going to repeat some of his, but I don't think I will. Okay. And right. yeah, I struggled very hard to like think of this, mm-hmm. but I think I have some good ones. Okay, good. And I hope this conversation will inspire my brain to remember other ones. Yeah. Cause that's the tough part. I think that's what's going to happen is we're going to. We're going to inspire each other, I hope. Yeah, because like when you're watching it, it bothers you. Very <laughs> inspirational. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no, but like when you're watching stuff, you're like, oh, I hate that. But then you forget yeah. about it because the next yeah. scene happens and you're not like yeah. writing it down. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, do you want to do your first one? Okay. Yeah. This is one that has bothered me since I was a kid. Okay. Um, and I remember it, it. It was more like I kept thinking that people in movies were stealing cars um, because no one... I mean, now you can get in a car without having a key in your hand, and uh-huh. it opens for you, and you don't have, and you can just hit a button, and the car starts. But back in the '80s, that was not a thing. And I really, I specifically remember watching, I think it was Beverly Hills Cop, but like the characters are always getting in cars, and then the car starts, and they drive away, and you never see them deal with the keys. Uh-huh. Like they don't have the keys in their hand when they're getting in the car. They just walk up to the car, open the door, because everybody leaves their car unlocked all the time. Oh, yeah. There's no crime in movies unless it's a crime movie. (laughs) Yeah. So they just walk up. Their car is open and they get in and it's almost like the keys were in the ignition, too. So, like, they left their car unlocked with the keys in the ignition. That's the only way you could get in a car and start it Uh that fast. And that drives me crazy. Like, I know it's to cut out time, but, like, also, if you need to cut out time, why do we need to see the character get in the car? (laughs) That's a great point. Well, I mean, maybe maybe they're just really trustworthy because the streets are so full of, like, rogue cops who yeah. don't follow the rules and, like, yeah. just vigilante justice for every car thief. Yeah. Um, but now, I mean, I, it just uh, it's it's so stupid that I'm bothered by it. But, yeah, like, I used to think, like, wait, do, do is that what grownups do? They just leave their keys in the car because that's the only way. Also, anytime a character gets in a car and is like, oh, how do I start this car? And then they flip down the... Yeah. The sun visor and the keys are there. What? What is that? Also, also, are their keys flat? How yeah. is it still up all the way? I don't know. I don't know. That always confused me. I've never thought of putting my keys up there as a safe. Why would that be safekeeping? Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> although I was 
driving well my boyfriend was driving me in one of his parents cars uh-huh and i flipped down the sun visor to yeah. uh to just check myself out in the mirror just right, make right, sure right. i was as beautiful as i thought i was pain. yeah uh-huh and like eight cds fell out on the <laughs> <laughs> it was very exciting well that that makes a little more sense than like the keys to the yeah. actual car that's like you can't put your key under the mat anymore because people will check there yeah um, oh, I should move my key that's under the mat. Well, like you, my address is. I'm just kidding. I don't have a key under the mat. That would yeah, be silly. Because like everybody knows at this point. Yeah. Um, but I also have a car one. Um, oh, okay. It's because you know how like it, on like whose line is it anyway? Or like a show with no props and they're mime, yeah. like they're pantomiming driving a car yeah. and they move their hands back and forth yes. on the wheel. When people drive like that in movies oh my God. on a straight road, oh. it drives me crazy. I actually, when I was a kid, that's another one. When I was a kid, I thought, I was like, is that how people, you, my parents don't move their hands like that. Why don't yeah. they move their hands like that? They must they be terrible don't. drivers. Yeah. I really remember like Mr. T doing that a lot in the A-team. Really? Yeah. Great. Watch old A-team re- uh, shows. And I think part of it is there's like, I don't think they have any, like you can't. You know, they're just sitting in a van, and it's probably just stationary. There's not even a background going by. Yeah. So he's just, like, moving his hands, because then, then it looks like something's happening. Then it looks like he's not just sitting there, but no one's ever moved their hands in that way. Yeah. Just back and forth, right? That's what you're talking about. Yeah, like left, right, left, right. Yeah. Just constant, and sometimes it's just, like, slightly wiggling. Like, they're constantly readjusting. Yeah. You know what it is? It's it's serpentine. They're doing. They're avoiding bad guys. Uh-huh. Serpentine probably. style. Well, I was uh, the other day. I was watching this terrible uh, Naomi Watts family drama, Three Generations. Ooh, sounds delightful. Oh yeah, it's the best title ever. Wait, what could it be about? Is it about three generations of a family and the struggle they go through? Yeah. How did you know? Have you seen it? Nope. Never even saw an advertisement for it. No, it was like a festival movie. It was cool. on Redbox. I did not choose to watch that. I'm at the whims of other people sometimes. Okay, throw those other people under the bus. Yeah, it was Sergio. Yep. Um. He loves dramas, but it's, it's <laughs> like Elle Fanning plays a, a trans teen, which made a lot of people online really mad. Oh. And Susan Sarandon's like a lesbian grandma. And it's like all this, like why, why was her playing a trans teen making people upset? Did because they not she's do it very, did they not do it justice? Well, I mean they didn't, but also <laughs> they were like, there's always an issue when a non-trans person plays a trans person on a, in a movie because oh. they're like, there are trans actors to tire them. Right. Which we don't have to talk about that. But the right. movie was making people mad, which just happens with everything. Uh-huh. But it it kind of earned it because it was not good. Anyway, yeah. but Naomi Watts is driving down. You see her car going down the straight road, yep. and she's driving like she's on this mountain of switchbacks. <laughs> like, left, <laughs> right, left. And you're, you're a professional in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. And someone on the set should be like, hey, stop, stop doing that. You look weird. It's got to be the fact that you're like just sitting in a car and it's not even like it's not on. Yeah, you need They're something probably being to do towed. with your hands. So you're like, if I just sit here, it's going to look like I'm just like dead. So I'll move my hands. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I very rarely like leave my hands in one place on the steering wheel, though. There's like adjusting and yeah, checking my phone. Wait, there, no, no, <laughs> that's bad. There are other things to do. Yeah. No, you're pressing the Surrey button so you can talk to your phone. Yes, exactly. Hands free. Hands free. Law enforcement. Okay. What, what was your? Do you have another one? Oh, is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you went. I, um, I mean, I shared a car one. I could share another one. If you yeah. Want. Um. Here's here's one. So, and it can go two ways. Uh. But there's like crowded train station or airport or whatever. Okay. And one character is trying to get an, away from another character, and they're way ahead, but they can't get away. Like the other person can keep seeing where they're going. And my thought is like. In a crowded place like that, it'd be you'd get away real fast. Yeah, like you can't see the other person. Yeah, and and they always look and like if you sh- if they show their eyes, it's kind of like they're looking over everybody's head. And I'm like, but but you can't you can't look over everybody's head <laughs> in a crowded train station. Like that's it's a really scary place to be looking for someone in a crowded train station where everybody's on flat ground and they never bother. They never like go upstairs and like look down on anyone. They're just like, I'm gonna look. From eye level, just gonna look out. Up oh, there, they are. I got them. <laughs> and I'm always like, "Is it really?" And and I mean, you being the horror film expert, that 
is part of the the genre is like someone's running away from someone mm-hmm. and the other person doesn't even have to run they can just catch yeah they're them. just walking and they're just implacable and then they're yeah. like hey there's actually there's there's like a, a satire slasher movie called behind the mask mm-hmm. and it's like a documentary of this guy who's an aspiring slasher villain mm-hmm. and it's super funny but there's a part where he's like doing a bunch of cardio because he's like it takes a lot out of you to do that thing where you look like you're walking but you're running just as fast as the other person <laughs> <laughs> that movie's great that's a great that's a great bit. Um oh, but speaking of crowds, mine's yep. a little different. But mine's in in a crowded like bar or restaurant. Mm-hmm. Whenever anyone like punches someone or pulls out a <gasps> gun, everyone gasps at the same time. Oh. Which first of all, not how that works. Yeah. Not everyone's looking at yeah. this one person in the bar. I know they're famous, but right. um but the thing is they always use the same sound effect too. Ooh. It's a bunch of women gasping like there's a mouse in the room. Oh. It's like Oh, oh, really? And okay. it's like thirty or forty people doing that at the same time. Yeah, but they use the sound effect. I'm not sure it's the exact same, but it sounds the same. Uh-huh. They use this in Manchester by the Sea, the Casey oh, Affleck movie. He gets into a bar fight in this New England bar with not a single woman in it. Nice, and that sound plays. And like, where? So all these women just poured the materialized to <laughs> gasp and then vanished again yeah or all the men in the bar that's what they do when they see a fight maybe they gasp like a woman probably simultaneously that's no what one's i having a conversation yeah. everyone's just watching casey Affleck. and it's like where does it take place in boston or uh boston area boston area it's actually there's actually a town called manchester okay, by the sea so it's like manchester right outside right. boston it takes place in the in that place yeah okay so so you I, I think what we know about that part of the country is is there's often very effeminate men. Oh right? yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, They're so like, that's what it was. It was a bunch of guys that gasp like women when they see violence. Yeah, no, they're they're sitting there in the bar and they're having their conversations yeah. about parking their cars in the Harvard Yard and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> and then Casey Affleck walks in. They're like, let's just watch him and see what let's he does. Let's see what he does. He's he really like he's compelling. Up to something. He looks like he's gonna win an Oscar for this. Yeah. Um, I have one that's like a side tangent off of okay. that. So the thing and it, I mean, usually it's in comedies or whatever, but like the thing where a fight breaks out and then it just grows ex- exponentially. So everyone in the yeah, bar is fighting, fighting each other and it, that doesn't happen either. Like that's never happened in the history of ever. <laughs> um, it's not a food fight. <laughs> yeah. And usually when there's a fight in a bar, it lasts like a, f- a second. Nobody sees it. And everybody's like, what just happened? What was that? What, uh, was that a f- and then you talk about it for the rest of the night uh-huh. like you saw it um you got to make stuff up so you can be cool um actually one time was at a bar where uh a real world cast member got in a fight and that was weird oh that's crazy and then he tried to take on my whole hometown he came outside and was like i'll take you all on <laughs> and i was like uh hi <laughs> we're just standing here we don't want any trouble <laughs> i loved you on that show though yeah uh okay Okay, I have one. Okay, good. Because I watch a lot of horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I hate is when people get stabbed or shot or whatever. This happens in action movies, too. Yeah. Blood instantly comes out of their mouth. Yes. And I'm like, what's happening here? Right. Like, they'll stub their toe and blood will come pouring out of right, their right, mouth. Right. It's like they have consumption or something. Maybe they bit the inside of their cheek when the pain happened. Okay. I wouldn't like know. I've never been shot. so. But maybe that's what happens. You're right. I think that's science. Uh huh. Because like, if you get we shot in it. the gut, yeah. it travels like up, right? Because of gravity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got to be it. It's so weird. I mean, it's, um, it's like, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, that's frustrating. Yeah, I I've just never noticed it until right now. Oh, I'm, I'm so never sorry. Gonna, I'm gonna hate yeah. every movie ever. Oh yeah, a caveat for this episode: we're gonna ruin every movie for you <laughs> that's ever existed. <laughs> um, I'm gonna just say another one real quick. Go for it. Um, people in movies that take place in the past, yeah, in like medieval times or in like well, in in like Greece yes. or Egypt or whatever. I think I had this one. They Go all ahead. have British accents. Yes, it's the worst. Yeah, it's because the worst. Old people are British, right? But also, like, it's one thing if they're like English actors, but when it's Brad Pitt in the movie Troy, that's the worst thing that's ever happened. Yeah. That person's not British, nor is Brad Pitt. <laughs> Why is he doing a bad English accent to play Achilles or whatever the hell he is? Yeah. No, That's really bad. That's no. a really bad one. That was one of my favorites okay, on cool. my list. That's cool. Oh. Yeah, no one cares. If he was yeah. still American, no one would notice. Nope. Like, um, 
this is kind of a tangent, but um, in my how dare you? I'm sorry. No tangents. In Turn my, it off. <laughs> in my film history class, we watched this German movie called Aguirre: The Wrath of God. Okay, it's directed by Werner Herzog, who's like a no, documentary he's guy. So he's intense, weird. And it's a movie about Spanish conquistadors, but they're it's a German movie, so they're yep. all speaking German. Yeah. And all of the people in my class were like, why are they speaking German? They're supposed to be Spanish. And I'm like, if they were speaking English, you would not notice. Yeah. And that's exactly the point. It's just like, speak American. No one's going to notice speak or care. American. So, oh, God. That's the worst type of thing to say. <laughs> but like Brad but Pitt. you're right. He should either do... A lat like an ancient Latin accent, whatever that is, or just it's stick not. with like American English. Yeah, yeah. It's always it's it's anything. Um, yeah, it takes place in. Oh, uh, like what's the one? Three hundred gladiator. That's a yeah one. gladiator. Where yeah, you've got an Australian guy doing an English accent to Why? show that he's old. Just do the Australian, and he's a Spaniard. They keep calling him the Spaniard, right? I I've never so. seen that movie. I don't and like Ridley you Scott. Call yourself a film major. It's very missable. That's one of those. It was good at the moment, and then you it came out on DVD, and you went, "Oh, wasn't that good?" Yeah, well, Ridley <laughs> Scott, in my eyes, has made maybe two great movies. Yeah, and the rest are like, like he cannot sell me on his name alone. Like he makes pretty things, but like yeah. Hannibal was just bizarre. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that? That's the one. It's the one where Julianne Moore plays right. Clarice, and yeah. Hannibal swings past her on a carousel and flips her hair. Oh, so weird. I don't like that movie. Anyway, yeah. um, I watched that movie just because the opening scene is in Florence, and they were like, "Remember the opening when we were in Florence?" They were like, "Remember the opening scene that happened here?" So I had to watch the movie to be like, "Oh, okay, I see it." Yeah, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. Okay. All right. So do you have another one? I'm sorry uh, for taking your favorite one uh no that's fine um this is actually related back to your uh your blood bleeding out of oh, okay thing. great okay uh this is so annoying so you know somebody uh gets a cut in the movie it's not real i don't know if you know this movies aren't real excuse me okay what? so uh so well, the cut isn't real what are we talking about yeah so like when when someone gets uh, an injury in the movie it's not real and they have to do makeup yeah to make it look like there's blood there. Wait, so they don't actually like yeah, take a don't... box cutter and just yeah. cut open Brad Pitt's face? No. Okay. No. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, you know, when everybody was like, Ooh. wow, look at Leonardo DiCaprio in the Covenant, he, or Covenant, Revenant. Uh-huh. He's really like suffering. He, okay. he wasn't. Oh. Was makeup and special effects. Okay. So I'm lucky I didn't get sued from my student film. <laughs> yeah. We hid the body very well. <laughs> All right. Good, good, good. Um, but there's this thing because it's makeup, like when you get hit in the face and your face starts bleeding, you are going to touch it incessantly because that's what human nature is to check on it to ble- uh-huh. or to like hold it or whatever. Um, but when someone gets a cut in the movie, they just leave it because it's makeup. And then every once in a while, you'll see an actor, they go to like wipe it away and they have to like wipe around it like their nose is bleeding and they're like, oh, and they touch their nose, but they don't touch any of the blood because they can't mess up the makeup and for the continuity. continuity. Yeah. But oh it's my God, so I frustrating. I noticed that. Oh God, oh it's no. the worst. I just was watching... Um, Pirates of the Caribbean with Jack, my son. Uh, the original? Uh, we watched the three first ones this weekend. Oh, that got, is a long weekend. Yeah. Uh, well, the, and he kept saying the first one's better, and I was like, "You are, you are on the right track, my friend." Yep. Um. Uh. So there's a scene where somebody gets let out of shackles, and they've got the big, you know, the really painful looking, like, like lesions. Yeah, on their hands. And the guy goes to rub it, and he rubs just next to where it hurts. Oh God! I'm like, just uh, somebody, somebody help these people. Give them makeup that they can touch, because God, it's so frustrating. And you're like, oh man, that looks really painful. And then the guy's like, yeah, it hurts over three inches from where I'm rubbing. It's hurting, <laughs> I but I can't touch it because makeup. Um, oh God! I actually, yeah. I have a pirates related one. Oh good, because I saw Pirates of the Caribbean five dead men tell no tales in theaters so jack and i went to disneyland oh okay uh two days ago uh-huh. um and we went on pirates twice and he <laughs> i kept saying dead men uh-huh. tell. so now he says that oh that's it's awesome really, it's really freaking cute anyway that's adorable continue with dead men tell the dead men tell no tales okay Go so on. i i would be loath to spoil this incredible movie but 
there's one i'm not i'm gonna be vague about the actual okay. content i know i i i'll be stepping on because i know here. there's twists and turns coming and uh-huh. i can't wait to find out what they are so um <clears throat> sarcasm, th- sarcasm. there's just a thing that i hate when there's a ticking clock in a movie when you need to escape from something before the wall of water closes or okay. before like you get engulfed in flames like you need to get out of there and people mm-hmm. stop to have a character moment Whew. Yeah, like there's literally a point in this where two characters have a moment hanging from a rope over a chasm Mm -hmm. and literally the line is, what am I to you? And they have like this little conversation and everything's like all swelling with soaring music. It's like, this can wait 20 seconds. Climb that rope, girl. (laughs) Yeah, that's really bothersome. But yeah, and you're, I don't know if they do that on purpose, like to build the tension in the audience's Uh mind. Like, are we supposed to feel like, no, keep going? Or are we supposed to forget completely? I feel like that happens a lot. Like there's chaos and then two characters like, um, just like, everything that's happening in the movie doesn't matter. Uh-huh. It's just about whatever they're dealing with. I mean, speed, they do that a little bit. It's weird. Anyway. Yeah. Um, there's what I have to do. So I don't go crazy is actually remind myself that someone wrote this and this is fiction. Yeah. Cause I'm like, they're having a conversation. There's like 45 seconds on that bomb that's ticking. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, the screenwriter will decide whether or not they're fine. So I'll yeah. leave it in their hands. Oh, that anytime they show a clock, oh, you know, yeah. and it's like counting down from 45 seconds. If I wonder if I, you actually time yeah, real time, people should do that with every movie just to, cause it, Oh my Lord. You're like, there was 10 seconds. It's been four minutes. Yep. Come on. Let's go. Like we already, we got an inspiring speech. Yeah. Someone did CPR real quick. <laughs> Ooh, that's one. Oh yeah. CPR. They're punching people's chest. <laughs> CPR. CPR for people who have drowned where they blow in their mouths when they're, when they've drowned. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then they spit all the water out and they're fine. Hmm? That that's it's not, not what CPR is not to get water out of your lungs. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a really funny thing. They're like, blah, blah, oh, I'm fine now. Oh, you pushed it out. <laughs> yeah, recovery time on that too. A recovery always... time in anything in movies, mm-hmm. like people getting their arms blown off and they're still running back. Yeah. To help help car Vin crashes. Diesel. Oh yeah. Car crashes. The car flips 14 times and they climb out and they're like, whoof. They just brush themselves off and I'm like, all right. And then my and, my thought is always like, okay, no, who is is there like a a bad guy tro- tow service that's gonna come? Yeah, get these guys. They're just sta- stranded on the side of the road. And that's another what situation where there's a bunch of cuts that nobody touches. Yep, yep, yep. They're yep, just yep. there. Yeah, for... they dust off their clothes, but they don't touch their face at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's oh, really important. I actually speaking of like horrible face injuries in movies. Mm-hmm. I just watched a dead calm with a Nicole Kidman and yeah. Sam Neill. That movie's great. That is a good movie. Um, but in the beginning scene, I feel like we talked about this on the lap. I might've said this. Yeah. I'll say it super fast. Go though. for it. Um, oh, I might have. No, um, you didn't talk about the beginning scene. Okay. Well, Sam Neill finds out that his wife was in a car accident Yeah. and the doctors are prepping him. She's like, uh, or they're like, Oh, her her face was horribly mangled in this crash, so don't yeah. be surprised. And then literally, it's Nicole Kidman's face with like some red around the edges, and I'm like, oh, it's Nicole Kidman still. Yeah, so they can't do anything too bad. Yeah, I didn't remember that part. Anyway, I just sorry. remember how creepy that movie is. Oh Very yeah, creepy. Billy Zane's great. Billy I love Zane, him. what a creep. He's has he ever not been a creep in a movie? I know he was the hero in The Shadow, but I, or not The Shadow, The Spirit. It's another that, one. that Frank Miller comic book movie. No, it was. Um, they did the Shadow right around the same time, and now oh, the Ghost. It's something like that. It's some old comic book or radio. Pro- I, don't know. I don't remember. But he was in that as like the hero. But I never saw it. So I yeah, just wonder if like was he creepy as a hero? Probably. No, we actually we discussed this on our most recent episode of Scream One Hundred One, my horror movie podcast. Okay, where we watched this. We watched Ed Calm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sergio was talking about how, like, we were talking about how Billy Zane always plays villains because he was in Titanic as a villain. Yeah. And he was talking about how he saw this pair of Titanic-themed pants at, like, a Hot Topic that was pictures of Leonardo DiCaprio. And yeah. I was like, they should make ones with little pictures of Billy Zane on that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, okay. Damn what were we talking about? I don't know. Something great, I'm sure. So we're really smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, whose turn is it? 
I'll just go. Okay, go ahead. Uh, this is a fast one. I hate it. This is this especially happens in Zac Efron movies, uh-huh. like his super popular and box office smash movie, We Are Your Friends, where he played a rave DJ. Got it. Um, it was the second worst box office of that year. Oh my! Behind Gem and the Holograms, which I also liked. Um, I don't think anybody heard because you whispered. Okay, sorry. That's this for the best. Okay. No one needs to know. Yeah. Um, but especially in Zac Efron movies, he's maybe the most buff man in the world. Yes. Besides like The Rock or like right, people right. who are impossibly huge. Yeah. But he's he only does cardio in that movie. You yep. never see him lift weights. He's right. just running. And it's like, how do you look like this? Yeah. And just yeah. that bothers me. That kind yep. of thing. Yep. That that like the character is impossibly ripped, but you never see their physical fitness routine. No. They're just uh, or or like a, a hot girl in a movie who weighs like 80 pounds and yeah. she's eating like burgers and all the dudes yeah. are like, oh, yeah. I'm so impressed that girl eats burgers. And it's like, no, you can't. Or like when Megan Fox eats bread in a movie, you're like, yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I don't believe Megan Fox, period, in a movie. Well, okay. <laughs> but like anybody like that, like there's a lot of romantic comedy characters uh-huh. where the girl's like a cool girl. She's yes. different than the other ones. she eats sloppy food. Yeah, yeah. Or like Reese Witherspoon eating a pulled pork sandwich or something. It's yeah. like, no, she doesn't. Also, that's not, that. like, what you eat is not, I don't know. I, whatever. Okay, what, what's <laughs> your next one? Um, what is my next one? Um, oh, okay. So, in... So it's like a there's something crazy happening in the movie, right? Something uh-huh. really dangerous, and there's a character, and they're like, I don't know what's going to happen next, and yet for some reason, they look straight ahead and then walk straight backwards without looking over their shoulder. Oh yeah, backing up, backing for, up for miles. Yeah, but like for no reason, nothing happened in front of them that makes them need to go backwards, but they back up right into danger, mm-hmm. and in a dangerous situation. I'm pretty sure your first reaction is not to just look one direction. Oh, one direction. I love them. <laughs> um, but like, I'm pretty sure like I've been in not dangerous situations and I looked everywhere. Uh huh. I-, I just can't imagine like I'm running from a killer. I don't know where he is. I'm going to stop and I'm going to listen. I'm not going to look around. I'm just going to look forward and then I'm going to take three steps back for no huge reason luxurious yeah. steps what's happening and i'm not gonna oh that there was a noise in front of me so maybe the bad guy's in front of me so i'll just keep looking that way not check in the direction that he was originally chasing me from oh yeah people have really short memories with location of yeah. where someone was chasing them yeah they're like oh, wait maybe they got it maybe they teleported ahead of me could have i I'll mean that does up. happen yeah uh and also um Never mind, I forgot what I was going to say. Go ahead. Okay. Um, one thing that I hate that's more of just like a science thing and me being a nerd yeah. is movies about how you only use 10% of your brain, like Lucy <sighs> or Limitless, where they unlock the potential of their brain. Yeah. Same and, movie twice. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. But also, that's just not true. Yeah. Like, science has very conclusively proven that that, that particular study is not yeah. a reality. Like, I think what they found out was that you only use like 10% of it at one time. Because if you're using your whole brain in the same second, your head would explode. Yeah, probably. But your brain's doing stuff in all the quadrants all the time. (laughs) I just hate that. And people are still making movies like that. There's a TV show of Limit. Did that get canceled? I think it got canceled. I sure think it did. Yeah. Do you know they made a TV show of Taken? It's like a, like a, a, a prequel, I guess, of like Liam Neeson's character before stuff gets taken. Wow. Who, what? <laughs> yeah. Who? Why? I don't what know. What is the point? Because like you got to know- show how he got his particular set of skills. Yeah, exactly. Like each skill, they wrote it down on a list, and they're like, <laughs> "This episode, we learn how he learns about cell phones. How he learns to do that thing where someone's pointing a gun at you, and then you go whoosh, whoosh, with your yeah. hands, and then you have the gun somehow. Uh-huh. Here's like where he mo- learns Hungarian. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. That's one in movies where people speak like. 10 languages somehow oh yeah they're also like i mean maybe there's people out there that are like that but it just feels so easy for them to switch back and forth and like oh i'll just blend in here and speak this language Uh fluently with a perfect accent well they want you to think they're perfect yeah (laughs) probably um there are some movies where it's like 
you had to learn that phonetically. Oh, I remembered what I was going to say earlier. Okay. So the backing up and stuff. Uh-huh. There's also um, the, I'll call it the Frodo. Okay. From Lord of the Rings. Because Frodo in every dangerous situation, especially in the Fellowship of the Ring, uh, walks backwards and then trips over something <laughs> and falls down. Um, and then the ring flies up in the air. Yeah, the ring flies up in the air or like the bad guy stabs him in the chest. Like it happens so many times. <laughs> and what's funny is it's kind of accurate because I think that's what happens in the book is he keeps the same thing keeps happening. He keeps falling down. But I'm like, would the same character when confronted it with danger be like, you know what? I'm going to try this move again. <laughs> it <laughs> worked last time. I'm going to back up and trip over a tree root again <laughs> somehow. Oh, so frustrating. So frustrating when, when that happens, when people fall down, like they're back. They're like, oh, God, I'm in danger. And then they just fall on the ground. <laughs> it's like, well, I guess we just wanted a resolution in that scene quickly. Yeah, because if they were actually competent, then they would survive. Yeah. And get out of there. Yeah. Um, What should I say? I have two because they're both okay. about high school movies. Oh, good. Um, one is because adults are writing these movies. Yes. Because it takes a long time to break into Hollywood. But they're writing movies for teens uh-huh. about technology that they are not aware of. Right. There is that movie The Duff with Mae Whitman, uh-huh. which is like the designated ugly fat friend or yes. whatever. Which, first of all, Mae Whitman is like 42. <laughs> yes. And she is not fat or ugly or anything. No. But she did play bland on Arrested Development, uh, which is incredible. Yeah. She's so good. She's I love good. her. But yeah. She's totally cute. It's not accurate. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So, but anyway, there are these two characters who are like the mean girls. Mm-hmm. And when they want to like publicly shame someone on the internet, one of them will turn, look at the other one and go viral. And then the other one goes viral. Mm-hmm. And then they like make it viral. Cause that's how it that's works. That's how it works. Yeah. That's how the you just works. like, Viral, I'm gonna like, make one of those viral videos. That's what you uh-huh. do: is you just make a viral video. Yeah. Well, yeah, the whole yeah. thing about viral is that you cannot control it or predict oh, it. I love it when people try to make something viral. I feel and like the only person that understands how to do it is uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Oh yeah, he's been behind so many, but yeah, no, like there, certain people are better at it. Yeah, but it's it's a very unpredictable sea because there's so much content. How but, how did Friday become a viral sensation? How did that happen? Yeah, it makes no sense. She went to like what? Like she's from Anaheim. Like what? That, yeah, that's that crazy. was nuts. That was nuts. That sorry, this is a tangent, but I've never gotten over the experience of my kids in my. They were in my freshman seminar class, uh-huh. and they were kind of talking about this poor girl Rebecca that they were all friends with, and they were like, "Yeah, oh boy, that music video is so bad. Uh-huh. It's so bad. It's so bad." And I was like, "What is it?" And they're like, "Oh, it's like." this video and like she made it and like her parents made this company and they did it. And it was like a a treat for her birthday Mm -hmm. and like some of the kids in her class are in it. And then on the next Tuesday, Ralph Garman went off on it on Kevin and Bean. And I was like, wait, what just happened? Like, how did that, that was where I really understood what a viral video was. Cause it, I mean, like how it blows up some totally yeah, random person. It was Friday person. to Tuesday, uh, Friday, uh-huh. was a, or maybe it was Thursday. I don't know, but it was yesterday like was Thursday. The end of a week, my the kids that knew her were talking about it, and kind of, I mean, not saying. I mean, it wasn't. They were like a lot of them were friends with her, so they were trying to say like, you know, like she, you know, it was just for fun and like, whatever. But then, <laughs> then to hear the just. The people the ranting bile. about it. Yeah. yeah. The way people hated it. I mean, it, it was a terrible song, but like she didn't put it on MTV. She just like put it out there. Yeah. it. There's no reason. Yeah. It's I don't weird. know. I don't understand why that one and all the other ones, there's a bunch of them and they're all like equally weird and dumb. Uh-huh. But yeah. Out of all of them. Why this one? Yeah. It just happened. A further record for people listening. Um, Rebecca Black, her song Friday that was viral like three years ago. She went. She was actually she went to way, my junior high. Way more than three years ago. Oh God. Oh yeah. I I was in high school when it happened. Yeah. Remember? Because um, that kid said you're not Rebecca Black when your sister walked in. Oh, that's so weird. I don't. That doesn't. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> but she she went to my middle school. She she's my sister's yeah. age, so I have never yeah. met her. But like this is just a person from our town, mm-hmm. and. What was I gonna say? I think you were just clarifying who Rebecca Black is. Yes. It was pretty weird. Yeah. That was a weird thing. And and I had a bunch of the kids that were in that video. I had them as students. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, my neighbor from down the street is the girl whose hand is like a dolphin. 
Yeah, who's that? Um, I don't want to say her name. Okay. But um, <laughs> and one of my best friends in high school, his sister was in yeah. that video. Mm-hmm. She's the one, the the friend that's by her right who's dancing weird. <laughs> yeah, the the girl in the pink dress or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she actually did a bunch of cool stuff with that. Yeah, she made uh, her uh, own music videos. Well, she she what she did was she was kind of because she got that girl specifically got bullied about being the girl in the pink dress. So uh-huh. She created a whole like thing about positivity and how to fight bullying and she's yeah. doing like she's cool. Uh, motivational speaking in schools and stuff because of it, which is a good way to handle that. For sure. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, so high school movies where things go viral. Yes. I was just watching, well, watch a lot. I watched the MTV Scream TV show. Okay. Where that kind of stuff happens all the time. Like the whole school finds out about something simultaneously because it was on the internet. Yeah. Which stuff happens. But first of all, in a school, not everyone knows the one person in the video, so not everyone's going to care. But yep. somehow everyone's staring at her as she walks yep. down the hall. And I just watched this. That comes from, that's the feeling you have in high yeah, school yeah, yeah. when that stuff happens. But nobody actually cares. Maybe if you walk down the hall crying, people yeah. will look or you're calling attention. But for the most part, nobody cares. Yeah, schools are too big. You don't know everyone. Yeah. And and if you do know them, you just don't care for the most part. Yeah. But then... um. This, uh, I watched the first episode of the Netflix series, Dear White People, which is set on a college campus. And that one, there's like a, an incriminating Instagram photo Uh that this shows this girl, like kind of compromised in some way. Mm -hmm. It's not like, it's not gross. Uh, I just don't want to spoil it, you know, Mm, but she's talking at this meeting and everyone's like looking at it and sending it to each other over their phones at this meeting. But you get to see like their little screens pop up and it says, you've been tagged in something. And I'm mm. like, who's tagging? Me? How are they being tagged? Yeah. Like you can send people either screenshots or like private messages of yeah. Instagram photos. But are people tagging them in the comments? It's uh, just inaccurate. Yeah. You know it's really frustrating. The whole technology thing. I actually have something off of that. Okay. The other thing about, that? well, okay. I have two things. So okay. the other thing about high school movies is high school kids it's impossible for old white guys, which is who writes most screenplays, uh-huh. uh, to figure out how teenagers talk. And in most movies, oh yeah, it's like it's like how you would talk to elementary school kids or whatever. Like the way they talk is so silly and and like it never works. The only time it ever works is when it's rated R because high school kids swear all the time, oh all day, all the time. Um, and you know, what's funny is that being a teacher is like how often I have to just pretend I didn't hear that because I'm not going to stop my day to turn around and tell a kid not to swear when I'm walking by. Um, but yeah, it's like I always, and you know, we deal with scripts all the time in my drama class Uh and if it's a high school script, it's always like the, it's the corniest possible way of saying everything. No one would ever talk the way that they write high school kids, and it's the same in movies. Like yeah, Diablo Cody does that kind of thing. Yeah, but that that became her thing. Yeah. But. Oh, um, there's oh a really great example is um the Drew Barrymore movie, Never uh, Been uh, Kissed. Oh, oh, I saw that. That was I went on a first date to see that movie. I did. Great. Was it the best date ever? Um. Well. I'm, I don't think this girl is going to listen to this podcast, but we went and saw the movie. She probably won't remember either. Um, went and saw the movie and I walked out being like, that was the hugest steaming pile of like, that was such a piece of garbage. And she was telling strangers on the street that we'd just seen the best movie. And I was like, Oh no, I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, cause that movie is very illegal. The core romance. She falls in love with a teacher who thinks she's a student. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff. There's a lot of weird stuff. And the fact that, well, and really the the what bothered me the most was like the popular kids in that movie are just. Oh, yeah. It's the worst. They're the most awkward, weird people. And like the popular boy, like, oh, God, he's he's good looking. Kid can't act at all. He's mm-hmm. like uncomfortable in every. Oh, gee, oh so bad and drew barrymore's choice for the movie is actually this is a pet peeve is like something's happening i'm just gonna cry a little bit <laughs> she cries in every scene oh that's a, that's a pet peeve i have about actresses is like make another choice women don't cry at the drop of a hat like mm-hmm. 
like be strong be a strong woman don't yeah you're don't literally- cry all the damn time and another thing about never being kissed that's a very specific trope um i hate how for 15 years octavia spencer's role was co-worker who goes mm-hmm oh because she was in that movie wow she literally she was in never been kissed and she played that exact same role in drag me to hell in oh 2008 god. oh my god that that's, happened she did that that's like so 10 much years apart. yeah yeah and she was in uh, rob zombies halloween 2 in like mm-hmm. 2009 mm-hmm. and she played a nurse named octavia because nobody cares about yeah. Octavia Spencer until the help. Yeah. And she's so good. She is really good. Oh, this is annoying. Anyway, in movie schools, okay. I hate how many facilities they have. Mm-hmm. They always have everything. Yeah. Especially slasher movies because mm-hmm. they want to theme as many kills as possible. Like, here's a wood shop kill. Yeah. Here's a kill on the archery range. And yeah. it's like, what school has all of these things? I don't know. Schools in the Midwest, maybe. Maybe. Whatever. I feel like I forgot one of the ones I was going to say about high schools. We were talking about oh, um, viral stuff, um, popular. Kids, oh, okay. Gossip. So it was off the off the um, technology. Oh, okay, yeah. Computers in general. Oh, yep. Computers in general. What's happening? Why are there still black screens on computers in movies? Like what? What? What's? Ha- why are people still typing on keyboards in movies? Why does that happen? No one ever types on a keyboard. Like you type, if you're like typing a letter to someone, but they're like, let me just look that up. Clackety, 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 clackety. And I'm like, where's your mouse? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Where are you looking this up? Why don't you just type one word into Google like everybody else in the uh-huh. world? Like, click, clack, 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 clack. And it's like, I mean, I understand, you know, back in the 80s when we actually had to type stuff into computers, but. Oh, that is a trope that I love. Huh. In 80s movies, computers can do anything yeah computers are magic in yeah, 80s they movies they they do things that computers still can't do mm-hmm. and because nobody knew what the limits were right. they were like computers have opened up this whole yeah new spectrum of reality for us yeah well um somehow matthew broderick in ferris bueller had the had the internet yep i don't know how but he was changing his own records in ferris bueller's day off Computers. Uh, computers. Computers can just link up with other computers yeah. miles away. That's I mean, how they work. Another Matthew Broderick movie, War Games, right. has the same situation. Yeah. Why was Matthew Broderick such a computer genius in the 80s? He's nerdy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, you tell me your next one. We got um, stuck in high school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, this is – bear with me on this one. So, okay. like, the situation is it's some action movie, and – a guy and a girl pull up in the car and something bad's going on inside. And the guy says, wait here. And he gets out. Uh huh. And then the girl waits for like, I don't know, a minute. 1.5 milliseconds. Yeah. And then she gets out. And because she's a woman in a movie, because white men are writing the screenplays, she's useless and uh-huh. is there to get into trouble. So she not only doesn't do what they say, but then she comes in and makes everything worse. Yep. Drives me crazy. Like, I, I had a I had a saying for it. I won't say it, but it was like where like they make with so often how like like the woman can't handle anything. And I'm like, if, if she if you don't want her to come with you, why is she in the car? Like, why did you drive to the yeah, place yeah, yeah. with her and then say, wait here, I'm going to go inside. Just bring her in because she's going to come in in a minute. And also like in. Nine times out of ten, in those scenarios, they're like trying to protect the woman. You know, uh-huh. women are damsels in distress; they can't. Do yeah, they'll, they'll fall apart. They'll yeah. they'll cry like Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Um. So they they're like, wait here, in the car, where you're out in the safe. open, yeah. where anyone can see you, and you're not safe. And then like one little thing happens, and they get scared, and then they run inside to where all the danger is. Yep. Instead of being like, hey, uh, I'm gonna go in there take the car and go up that mountain where nothing is happening. Yeah, or, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm going into the danger. You go away from the danger, not sit right outside where someone could just walk by and, yep. you know, anyway, that I, drives me nuts and it's super sexist. Oh yeah. I, I actually have a, another horror movie trope that mm-hmm. sometimes comes right after that scene Okay, where she walks in and like the guy's gone mm-hmm. and she thinks someone's playing a prank on her. But what always happens is the girl says her boyfriend's name, three times and then the name of the prankster and then she gets killed 
Oh. So she's like, Scott, 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 Jody. Right. And then the killer shows up. Yeah. She's like, I guess it could be somebody else. Could Jody is Jody the killer in that situation? No, Jody's is... like the the kid that's with them that oh, okay. plays pranks all the time. And she's I like, see. Are you playing one on me? Got it. And then she gets stabbed in the butt or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just it's such a formula. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, that's that's a really hackneyed one. You're right. Um Okay. I okay, so that you okay. just went. Yeah. I mean oh. I'll like, say another one if you want. Go go ahead. I have one too. Okay. Um one thing that kind of bugs me, not well, just um, I'm not sure how inaccurate it is, mm-hmm. but every every time like a sitcom character has a job, yeah. or like a high school student has aspirations, it's always artistic. Like everyone's dream is to be a singer or an actor, oh, yeah. or an architect or someone who makes crossword puzzles. Yeah, like a lot of people do dream of that because it's like glamorous and it's like a yeah. high profile thing to want to do, but nobody ever wants to be a, a, like a vet or mm-hmm. like one of the 80 million jobs that there is. Yeah. Like, well, it's like doctor, lawyer, dentist. Uh huh. But like, and then like actor, famous person. Uh huh. Like those are the only jobs in the world. Maybe teacher, but yeah, yeah so, you, I know what you're talking about, but it's just, it's always something creative and like, super weird and because yeah. like they want people they want their characters to be like unique mm-hmm. and like different and nerdy and like mm-hmm. creative so we can root for them but it's just like ted mosby and how i met your mother is an architect yeah or like i listened to this podcast called dead pilot society okay um it's it's live readings of pilots that never got made oh cool it's really cool yeah um but in this most recent one one of the characters aspirations was to be a uh crossword puzzle maker yeah that's a thing yeah and people want to be bakers no one like and i know that's a realistic ish thing Uh but i know people who want to be marine biologists or yeah nurses or like i don't know just other things i know what you mean yeah i can't even think of other jobs because nobody talks about them yes i think that's one of the things you know again being a high school teacher and kids are like i don't know what i want to do when i grow up and i want to be like how many jobs, like, how many careers do you even know of? Yeah. And, like, half of them feel impossible. Like, well, being a pilot would be cool, but that's really hard. You know, like, uh-huh. being a doctor would be cool, but that's, like, 10 years of school, and I'm going to end up in serious debt. Like, all the careers that everybody knows now have all these, like, things holding them back. Uh-huh. Um, where it used to be just, like, you know, you just went to school and then, you did a thing. Yeah, like I'll be an accountant yeah. or a publicity person. Yeah. Or whatever. Like I it's kind of dumb. I'll yeah. move on. What's okay. your next one? Um airports. Okay, just airports in movies. Okay. Um, um they let you in immediately without having yeah, to wait like, for security. Yeah, like it's like you show up with your one your like super light suitcase that you uh-huh. can carry in your hand, you know, and your one ticket and you just like kind of go through and then you're on the plane Mm -hmm. um and like they're super small you can just get out of the car and then you're on the plane right away oh yeah there's not the like half hour walk um all everything about airports like there's nothing realistic about airports in the movies it's i granted it's because it's just dead time like it would be fun to watch but like i don't know maybe don't it's just it, there's stuff like that where it's like, well, we'll show the character getting into the, you know, we'll show them getting on the plane because we need to know how we get how they got there. Yeah. Like, but that's not real at all. So no one gets on a plane that fast. No, no, no. I mean, maybe at like Long Beach you can get on kind of fast. I mean, it's a nice, it's yeah. a very small airport. Yeah. But like they're like, oh, here I am at LAX. And they just like. It's like, OK, sure. Yeah. There's no traffic. They just pull up right to the curb, hop out, you know, like. Yeah. okay i have one that's very unrealistic it's someone has random like someone is in need of clothes like or like wonder woman is sneaking up on this gala and she needs a Mm -hmm. dress so she steals one from this lady who walks by or oh yeah or like i found this dress in a trunk or i'm borrowing my friend's dress Mm -hmm. and it fits perfectly yeah like it was tailored to their body yep or same same thing. People cut their own hair with like scissors in a fit of rage, and it comes out perfectly layered. Yeah, it's like that's not how that works. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's like, I get it because it's a movie. It's like people who sleep in their makeup in movies and TV shows. Yes. They wake up and they're perfectly yeah. eyelashed out. Oh, my hair's slightly frazzled, so I must be waking up from mm-hmm. dead sleep. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I Go ahead. One. Go ahead. In that Chris Hemsworth movie, In the Heart of the Sea, that was okay. like the story of Moby Dick or whatever. Yeah. It was not great. So confusing. Did you see it? I tried to watch it and I was just bored. Yeah. I was just bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just it's the it's the movie star vanity thing because he play mm-hmm. he at one point he's like starving to death, so he gets like all skinny or whatever, and mm-hmm. his beard's all grown out and he's all scraggly, yep. but his chest hair is still perfectly waxed. Yep, because he's Chris Hemsworth. Yep, and I just found that hilarious. Yeah, did he have to lose a bunch of weight, or did he just did they just put makeup on him and make him look skinny? I don't know. I wasn't Probably really paying makeup. attention at yeah. that point. That's a, I mean that. We're going to get into pet peeves that are outside of like what we were originally talking about. But my one of my biggest pet peeves is the idea that like acting involves gaining or losing weight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's. Oh, God. Oh, that's not acting. That's preparation. Yeah. You... I mean, it's part of it, but that doesn't make it a good performance because you're fat or skinny. Unless they're so brave. Yeah, they're not. They're doing their job. And most of the time they don't need to do it. There's a bunch of time where it's like, ooh, let's let's talk about this. And then you see the movie and you're like, but why? That didn't that yeah. could have just been them. Like, or And we have perfected fat suit technology. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I, I know like Matt Damon did it for the informant. Uh-huh, yeah. And he said it was more about he just wanted to feel like the character, which is fine, but at the same time, like, like I don't know. I just don't feel like it needed to happen. Matt, I don't look at Matt Damon and go, boy, that guy's, that guy's a physical specimen in most things. I'm like, he he looks kind of normal. Yeah, he's Matt Damon. Yeah, he's Matt Damon. Uh, so like, I don't know. It's a it's a weird thing. I'm like, look at the preparation. Oh, they they worked so hard, and I'm like, well, yeah, but that's like their only job. It seems really hard to us because we have other jobs that we have to do all day. Yeah, but like when they're getting ready to work on a movie, that's all they're doing. That they they hire personal trainers and personal chefs and yeah like I don't know it must be so much fun to turn fat for a movie instead of the yeah. other way around though it's like I get to eat cheeseburgers I think I remember Sean Astin really hating it for Lord of the Rings I remember the okay. commentary him being like you know I had just lost the weight then we had to do reshoots oh, and I had to put no. it all back on well and that I, like put on a fat suit yeah or like I mean the get weta to make you look fat. Yeah. Like, because, yeah. like, in Wonder Woman, well, I'm sorry. Everyone's talking about Wonder Woman right now. Okay. Um, but everyone's like, oh, uh, Gal Gadot shot it while she was pregnant. And I yep. keep having to say, no, they did the reshoots when she was pregnant. Yeah. But I think it's cool because they just put, like, a little green screen oval on her belly. And oh. then they, like, green screened out the baby and made her look all skinny again. Yeah. Just do that to Sam. Just do that to every. Yeah, do it to everybody. Just green like, screen or, technology. Stop making actors fluctuate in weight. Mm-hmm. Can't be or good like, for them. Ben Affleck CGI'd abs onto himself in Argo. Did he? He did. I did not know that. Exactly, because you don't notice. Why did he do that in Argo? Because he wants to look hot. I don't even remember what he played in Argo. Anyway. I don't know. There's, there's a scene of him like shirtless in a mirror. Okay. Of course. That Actually, that's one of my pet peeves is like just like nudity in movies Oh yeah, it never makes sense. It never makes it's sense. It's hilarious though, and I love it. <laughs> well, I was just watching um, uh, Braveheart when you came in, and uh-huh. one of the reasons I turned it off is I was like, I think we're about to have an awkward nudity happen. Um, and like, first of all, to me, it's so uncomfortable, like being in a movie theater and there's nudity on the screen. I'm like, I'm around stranger. This yeah, feels yeah, like weirdly, and I like. There's enough movies where they've they've made it clear that the characters are doing things without clothes on, but we don't need to see all the bits, (laughs) you know, like it doesn't make it more artistic. It doesn't No, It just makes, I mean, granted we should all be more comfortable with the human form and all that, but at the same time, like we're not, and we're told that it's bad. And like, because you did that, there's an R rating. And like, for me, uh, um, what's the movie? Love actually. Yes. Okay. So love actually, it's a it's a nice movie and I've always wanted to like show it at Christmas time in class, but I can't because there's nudity in it. Oh yeah, for no reason. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's the the two people that are like the porn because that's funny, but but they're not. 
I don't they're know. They're not nude. No. Are they? they no, they're, they're they're I don't know. I think they're wearing like flesh colored yeah, like something like that. But yeah, then just for no reason Laura Lenny has no shirt on. Great. And I'm Perfect. like but so now I can't okay. <laughs> um oh there was one thing I wanted to say about that topic. Does it relate to horror movies? It might. Oh, it's gone though, I think. Oh man. Uh, we are running out of time though. Okay. So I don't want to waste as much people's time as last time. Yeah. So if you have like one more you want to share and then I can do one more or is uh, that it? I think I'm done. Okay. Cause um, you shared all mine. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, shoot. I really got to remember what we were talking about. We we're talking about trying to love actually and unnecessary nudity. nudity. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh okay. okay good. Um, all R-rated comedies now, ever yep. since The Hangover, yep. they have exactly one full frontal shot of a man. Yeah. As if that's funny. Well, it is funny. But it's... It's comedy genius. Okay, okay. You might be right. I might be totally wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's just the thing now because they're like, well, Hangover set the stage, so we're allowed to show this yeah. via the MPAA. But like, that's not a joke. No. It's just like a thing. Yeah. And now there's a but I don't want to talk about the next one. I'll talk about it off the air. That one's more inappropriate. Okay. Um, but yeah, that just kind of bothers me. Mm-hmm. Wow, we talked for a long time about this. We're yeah. very annoyed by movies. Yeah, we are. Especially when it's a topic on our podcast and we had to sit down and think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we I feel prepared. like there's other ones that I'm forgetting. Like well, I, we we can I share s- them throughout the entirety. Yeah. I still really want to hear that original list that he did on that podcast because I feel like he was real close to some of mine. And I was like, no, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> and yeah, now we'll, I'm like, we'll have to find it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's going to do it for okay. us. It's time for the credits. Credits. You can find us on Twitter at CastPartyPod. You can email us at CastPartyPod at gmail.com. We are a proud member of the Pod People Podcast Network. And our theme song is Good Day by Tally Hall off the album Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum, which you should buy on iTunes because it's incredible. It is. Um, Yeah. Dave, do you remember what your sign-off from last week was? Because it was great. Nope. Okay. I think it it was, uh, (laughs) like, have a good week, don't poop your pants. (laughs) (laughs) Or something like that. Is that what we said? You definitely said don't poop your pants. Okay. Good. So you can say it again. Have a good week. Don't poop your pants. Yeah. Seconded. Here, here. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart. Okay. Hi, I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And we're the co-hosts of Scream 101. Which is? Your premier podcast for horror movie reviews. Tell me more. Every month, we watch four horror movies based around a certain theme, like vampires, aquatic horror, 70s proto-slashers, just different genres. Okay. I'm a huge horror nerd. He is. Sergio is not so much. Everything you tell me goes in one ear and out the other. But he's a very nice young man, and he's willing to come along this journey with me, and we can give you our two different perspectives and hopefully a couple laughs along the way. That's the dream or the plan. Come with us on this journey of joy. On this never-ending tale. On this season of Scream 101. Find us on podpeople.me. Well, we've settled on, at least. Yeah. I think... I can't even hear me. Hello. Hello. Is your microphone on? Have yes. you tried turning? Yes, it's on. <laughs> Did you plug it in? Yes. I, <laughs> it's... I, no, whatever. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Cast... Cast... Card. <laughs> it's hard to start things. <laughs> Starting's hard. I know. He agrees. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, the thing about technology is that it's so useful, mm-hmm. but there's still weird things that the internet can't do. Yeah. Like, it's still really hard to find out what times restaurants are open yeah. and what prices the food is. Yeah. And um, what's the other thing that bothers me? I mean, Yelp is pretty good at that, but it's not great. No. Like, it's at least a source. Yeah. But, like, tinier restaurants, you're like, I don't know. Yeah. And they're not always right. Yeah. And what's the other thing? Oh, um, we don't use fax machines anymore. Yeah. And we make fun of people who use fax machines. But there's still not really a way to do what a fax machine does. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna send you this thing, sign it, and send it back. Yeah. It's like, 
I don't. I can scan it, I guess, and yeah. then you can print it. It doesn't make any sense. No. We still need fax machines. We still. Well, yeah. Or just something better that does the same thing. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, that just bred my brain. I'm like a thing because it's sending something that somebody needs to be able to hold. That's yeah. the problem. Which doesn't happen as much yeah. anymore. But I had to send my W-2 to my job, which is an online job. And yeah. she was like, just email it to me. And I'm like, I don't, how do I signature this? <laughs> it was, so I- How I, do I signature this? Yeah. We did not, I have to sneeze real quick. Do it. Do I? It needs to, no, it went away. That's a pet peeve I have. I so much. Hold <laughs> on. Come on. <coughs> okay. That was a good one.